It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blue's Disney On Demand, and it is show number 113 for the week of June 11th, 2015, and we are back. Yes, after a few weeks of being off, I had many personal things going on, we are back in action and ready to kick off summer here at the show. And many kids are finishing up school here this week and kicking off their summer vacation, and we are going to officially kick off our month-long version of summer vacation here at the show. Yes, for the next couple of shows, we're going to have many summer vacation themed shows. And to help kick it off here this week, we are going to jump right into summer as we have Rich Collins from the Imagination Movers stopping in here at the show. Rich is going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things, what it's like being one of the Imagination Movers, how the band came to be, their newest release that has a fun, fun kick off the summer song, and many other things, including where can we see them next, and also how can you get a license to chill, as well as mishaps on stage and many other backstage stories from the Imagination Movers. In addition, we have the D-Team back. No show would be complete, especially to kick off summer, without the D-Team. And you have questions, and he has answers, and Aaron is going to answer all those questions in I Want to Know. We have the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with Caitlin with WDW and 2, and we have Paige taking a look into the magical music of all of the Disney things that you love with the Magical Music Review. We also have Nathan digging deep into this week in Disney history. There's tons of news hot off the D-Wire and all kinds of fun. There is so much stuff going on here, I am excited to officially kick off our month-long string of summer shows here at Disney On Demand. Now, before I officially kick off the show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% on your next Walt Disney World vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points from Vacation Club members. And spend it on what else? Souvenirs. So definitely check them out at DVC-Rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all VD heads, with that said, we are back in action. It is show number 113 for the week of June 11th, 2015. So, as the Imagination Movers put it, here comes summer. Be right back, all VD heads. <laughs> hey guys, here comes summer! Jump back, back. 
everybody. This is Rich Collins with Imagination Movers, and you are listening to Disney On Demand. Welcome to the Disney Channel's free preview now through tomorrow night. Next, it's two from Bedrock. First, it's a mystery, and Fred is on the trail in the man called Flintstone. After that, a wife's place may be pitching for the Bedrock Dodgers. Wind up, Wilma, followed by Kids Incorporated. Today, on the Disney Channel. If you thought your family was a little strange... Good morning, Dorothy Jane! Think again. Meet a family that's totally wacky. Totally weird. Yay, yay! Totally Torkelson. How do blue little kids on TV do it? It ain't easy. The Torkelsons, Monday at 6.35, Central. Tune in to Tune In Tuesday for too much fun. First, Lucy and Linus say goodbye. So long, you old blackhead. On the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show. Then, look who's moved in next door to the modern Stone Age family. We're the Frankenstones. Meet the Flintstones' new neighbors. Then, take a magical mystery tour back in time with a flight of dragons. And catch Goofy's home improvements on Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> on Tune In Tuesday at 6, 5 Central on the Disney Channel. Triple Feature Friday's Gone Country. I love the country. With three down-on-the-farm flicks, you'll flip over. True, true, true. Head on down to the barnyard. That's some pig. For E.B. White's classic, Charlotte's Web. Then do a little fishing. Get out to the country and relax with Chevy Chase in Funny Farm. We belong here. And Jessica Lang stars in Country. This will be a night to remember. Starting at 5 p.m. for Central on Triple Feature Friday. Jonathan Johnson. What? 
My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. Was this baby? We'll never be alone. You just tell the man you want to go back to your mother. All right, LVD heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for our summer-themed shows here at Disney On Demand all month long. We're going to be bringing you all kinds of fun summer-themed shows, summer guests, and many other tidbits that are just going to be great, fun, relaxing, and really get you in to that summertime groove. In addition, we have many different things later here in the month, including the D-Team coming back for a roundtable. We haven't done this since our 100th show. So we are going to have that back here. We're going to have the D-Team here. They're going to stop in, and we're going to have some beaches, bonfires, and many other things. So we're officially here. It is show number 113, the week of June 11th, 2015. We already stated here comes summer as we have Rich Collins from Imagination Movers stopping in here at the show. We have all kinds of fun lined up. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, before I officially jump into news hot off the D-wire, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. Com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on the official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. Com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can always subscribe to the latest shows right there in your mobile device, your Android, your tablet, and more, and get them right there in the palm of your hand to listen to right away just by subscribing through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. So... With all that said, all VD heads, it is storming here. I know, I said, let's kick off summer here in the studios, and what better way to kick off summer than with a little bit, as Henry would say, some liquid sunshine. Yes, it is storming here like crazy. So with that said, as we've been, you know, shooting power in and out here, yes, we've been gone two weeks, but we are back. I'm going to jump right into news, and it might not be as long as news normally is, because I don't know how long we're going to last here in the studio with this storm, but... We are going to jump into news hot off D-Wire, so let's jump into it. And how about Disney Springs and the Walt Disney World Resort? Yes, the Edison is set to open in 2016. Yes, Patina Restaurant Group and Kinetoscape's Andrew Moran announced that they will open the Edison, a lavish industrial gothic-style restaurant, bar, and nighttime destination at the new Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, this restaurant is famous for exceptionally good classic American food, craft cocktails, as well as live entertainment, including cabaret, music, and more. Now, the Edison is inspired by its sister location in Los Angeles, and it's set in a historic power plant. Now, the Edison is dedicated to a resurgence of old-world-style sophistication and romance. Now, the Florida venue at Downtown Disney, or Disney Springs when it opens, will be themed to the 1920s period electric company and a recall of an exuberant era of invention and imagination. Now, it's going to be featuring 35-foot ceilings and a range of themed areas to explore, including the office, the Tesla lounge, the radio room, the waterfront patio, and many others. Sounds a lot like the Adventures Club with the themed rooms. I think it's going to be fun. Now, they're also going to have many different things, including the lab performance space. Now, the Edison also joins a growing family of new additions to Downtown Disney, and Downtown Disney is currently undergoing, as we all know, the largest expansion in its history to be renamed and reimagined as Disney Springs, an exciting new waterfront destination with shopping, dining, and entertainment. 
Now, the landing, one of the four neighborhoods planned for the Disney Springs, will welcome the Edison in 2016. Now, there's also going to be contortionists there, palm readers, DJs, and live entertainment. Now, their vision and designs will be executed by the Gensler Architect Group. Now, as they have officially released, we are delighted to bring this extraordinary destination to the new Disney Springs, said Nick Valente, restaurateur and CEO of Patina Restaurant Group. Now, if you want to get dining reservations for this, stay on the list, and more for the Edison, you'll be able to visit disneyworld.disney.go.com, that's a mouthful, slash dining in the future. Now, continuing on here with news, how about the NOTMC partnering up with Disney and ABC on the Princess and the Frog interactive social media campaign and sweepstakes? Yes, due to the success of last year's campaign and contest, as part of the New Orleans Summer Tourism Campaign, when families follow Princess Tiana in Disney's The Princess and the Frog at the followthemagic.com, they will be given the opportunity to enter a sweepstakes to visit New Orleans and all real-life places referenced in the movie. Now, the sweepstakes was created to emphasize that New Orleans is a family-friendly destination. The Follow Your N-O-L-A custom content from Disney's The Princess and the Frog retraces the magic of New Orleans from this beloved storyline of the film that everybody loves. Now, N-O-T-M-C has added Princess Tiana as one of its many celebrities that visitors can connect with on Follow Your N-O-L-A. Her itinerary takes the curious to a few places and neighborhoods shown in the movie, The Princess and the Frog. Now, as they've officially released, partnering with Disney and ABC and The Princess and the Frog again this year is both an honor and exciting for our city, said Mark Romick, president and CEO of the NOTMC. Now, the elements of the partnership will help out our summer campaign, future underscore the wonderful family attractions that we offer, as well as unique connections between movie and New Orleans. Now, the campaign is promoting New Orleans as a great summer family destination, not just a place for people to go, party, have fun, or maybe take gothic tours. Now, it's going to be featured throughout media and sponsorships with Disney and ABC, and it'll have a variety of different things, including the custom social sweepstakes with a chance to win a five-day, four-night family adventure in New Orleans, and you can enter that contest at followhermagic.com. There's also going to be a Princess and the Frog itinerary of places to visit at followyournola.com, and a custom New Orleans video distributed by Disney Interactive comparing scenes from the film with many of those in real life. There's going to be on-air promotions and more. Now, there's going to be a lot of great things here, and as they put it, we love bringing the magic of vacation time with your family together with the magic of Disney's Princess and the Frog. And the power of our ABC stations is going to help drive visitors to our market in New Orleans this summer. Now, you can visit the pages and enter the sweepstakes from June 1st, so it's already kicked off, all the way through August 23rd. 2015. And if you can't remember all those URLs that I just rambled off, we do have a full write-up of this on our official website at DizRadio.com. Now, moving aside from Princess and the Frog and Parks, how about somebody like myself? It's pouring rain here, and I'm feeling a little drained. I'm a little tired. I know we're kicking off summer, but how about coffee? Nothing gets you going like coffee, and I'm a coffee drinker. And how about White Coffee introducing Marvel Comics coffees for adults and Avengers Hot Chocolate for fans of all ages. Yes, now being a superhero, it's not that easy, but now it can be, and it takes a lot of energy and stamina and getting through the regular day like rest of us. So, White Coffee Corporation is excited to announce its latest major collaboration with Marvel Entertainment, creating single-serve Marvel Comics coffee and Marvel's Avengers hot chocolate options. Now adult fans can tackle his or her valiant act each day 
with a shot of great coffee, and fans of all ages can enjoy some hot chocolate at any time of the day. Now, as they've officially released in press, we are so excited to feature Marvel's characters on our coffee and hot chocolate collections, said Jonathan White, executive vice president of White Coffee Corporation. Our consumers are huge Marvel fans, and these iconic figures, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Black Widow, and the rest of the Avengers, plus Spider-Man, have legacies that span multiple generations. Coincidentally, White Coffee Corporation, just like Marvel, traced their origin to the same calendar year of 1939. Now, the Marvel Comics coffee line consists of four single-serve varieties featuring Marvel superheroes, with many different things with their likenesses splashed all over and many bold colors across each of the 10-count boxes. Now, they also include Iron Man's Stark French Roast, Spider-Man's Daily Bugle Breakfast Blend, Captain America's Shield Hazelnut, and the Incredible Hulk's Gamma Espresso Roast. Now, there is a suggested retail price for the 10-pack of $6.99. Now, the Marvel Avengers Hot Chocolate highlights the most powerful superhero team in the world on its packaging. Now, the hot chocolate is fat-free with only 20 calories per serving, if you are worried about that, and comes in 12 single-serve cups per box at a price of $7.99. Now, the Marvel Comic Coffee and Marvel's Avengers Hot Chocolate will be available in retail outlets nationwide later this year. Now, the cups produced will be the 2.0 compatible for use with Keurig systems and many similar coffee makers as well. And both products will be on hand at the upcoming New York Comic Con that is taking place October 8th through the 11th this fall. Now, getting back into movies here and movies that are getting released in theaters, how about getting back to Inside Out? Yes, the newest film that is getting released, and how about Walt Disney Records set to release Inside Out's original motion picture soundtrack with the score that was composed as well by Michael Giaccio. I probably pronounced that wrong. Anyways, Disney Pixar's Inside Out features an original score that captures the emotional spirit of the story by award-winning composer Michael. Now, the soundtrack will be released by Walt Disney Records on June 16th, 2015, just next week, Tuesday. Now, it is being directed by Academy Award winner Peter Docter, who did Monsters, Inc. and Up, and produced by Jonas Rivera, who also did Up as well. Now, Disney Pixar's Inside Out opens in U.S. theaters on June 19th, 2015. Now, Michael has worked on a variety of different things with director Peter, as well on Up, and also on a variety of other films. He, and he also has Disney Pixar's Cars 2, Ratatouille, and The Incredibles among his credits. Now, according to the composer, the goal of the music mirrored the goal of the film. It had to feel emotional. I wasn't sure how I wanted it to sound, but I knew I wanted it to feel. This film is very personal. Now, the score was recorded with a 70-piece orchestra with an organ and a rhythm section that consisted of guitars and a drummer. As they have released, I had a lot of fun writing the music for this. There's a 1930s jazzy selection that we wrote for The Forgetters, and we channeled classic horror in the subconscious. The film really goes all over the map musically, but what I love most is that we never forgot that it's an emotional storytelling that is being told. Now, Inside Out is preceded by a short Lava from Disney Pixar Animation Studios, directed by James Ford Murphy and produced by Anna Warren. Now, it's inspired by the isolated beauty of the tropical islands and the explosive allure of ocean volcanoes. Now, Lava is a musical love story that takes place over a million years, and the short features the theme performed by Kuana Torres Kaleli and Napu Craig. Hope I pronounced those Hawaiian names right. The Lava Score will be available digital retail on June 16th as well. 
So there's a lot of great things on the horizon and more. And we're going to be hearing Michael in other places as well. In addition to doing Disney Pixar's Inside Out, he also has done the music for Tomorrowland as well as the upcoming Jurassic World. Now pushing right along here, how about all those people that love to cuddle up with all of your stuffed animals. Yes, come on, you know you all love to do it. And how about Bleacher Creatures is releasing the larger-than-life plush figure of Marvel's smaller-than-life superhero Ant-Man. If great things come in small packages, then great superheroes can come in tiny form as well. Ant-Man, the smallest superhero in the Marvel Universe, will make his feature film debut on July 17th. And Bleacher Creatures, the innovative licensing manufacturer, will have an Ant-Man larger-than-life plush counterpart ready to greet him. At 10 inches in height, the plush Plush is 20 times taller than the original Ant-Man himself. Crazy to think about that, actually. Now, the Marvel's Ant-Man plush is available for pre-order on the Bleacher Creatures website right now, and it will debut in stores on June 17th. Now, Marvel's Ant-Man stars Paul Rudd as the con man who finds his inner superhero when he dons a suit that enables him to shrink into the size but increase his strength. Now, Bleacher Creatures produces many incredibly true-to-life plush figures, including Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Nick Fury, Captain America, and more. Now, as they have released, as I love to say all the time from the press, we're very excited to be working with this creative geniuses at Marvel as we transform Ant-Man into a charming yet faithful plush figure, says Matthew Hoffman, founder and president of Bleacher Creatures. Having created plush figures of sports icons, we're used to producing remarkably faithful miniature versions of real-life heroes. With Marvel's Ant-Man, we're delighted to produce our first plush that celebrates an oversized version of a miniature superhero. If you want to find out more, you can visit the Bleacher Creature official website, and we also have a full write-up on our official website at DizRadio.com. So all of you D-heads, with that said, it is storming here, it's flickering, it's kind of crazy. So I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to make myself some coffee that I just talked about here. I'm going to have some coffee here in the studio. We're going to release the reins to the D-team. And when I come back, I have even more news hot off the D-wire. But since it is summer, and you, you guys know I'm a father of four, I coach baseball four days a week for both my boys. Yes. I am coaching two different sets of baseball teams, and it is always crazy. And in addition, we went to Star Wars night at the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. Yes, I know. The Brewers, how can I root for them? They're a home team. I have to root for the home team even when we're losing. But Star Wars night was fantastic at the Miller Park with the Milwaukee Brewers and many other things. So with that, I'm just going to say, take me out to the ball game. Let's kick it off. Let's take me out to the ball game. Let's maybe have some angels in the outfield to help us along, the rookie. Who knows? But I'm going to release the reins. We're going to continue our summer-themed shows here at Diz Radio and many other things. And what's more summery than baseball? So I'll be right back, all of you D-heads, and take it away, Aaron, Caitlin, and the rest of the team. out to the ball game Take me out with the crowd <laughs> Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack I don't care if I ever get back Let me root for the home team If they don't win, it's a shame For it's one, two, three strikes You're out at the old ball game <laughs> I just love it here at the ball Foul ball. I sure do love these hot dogs. They're great. 
Back, let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out of the old game. Dad, um, when are we gonna be a family again? A boy searching for a future. I'd say when the Angels win the pennant. Williams and Norton collide, and the catch is blown. A coach running from his past. Are you cracking up, or is this a repeat of Cincinnati? No, no, it's nothing like that. And a team that's their only prayer. There's a thing called talent. They don't have it. God, if there is a God, maybe you could help him win a little. I'd really, really like a family. Two angels came out of the sky and they picked up Ed Williams. Great. A psycho kid. Oh, please, don't drink me. No, 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 no. Just call me Al. No one can see me or hear me but you. Do you believe in angels? Yes! There must have been those chili dogs I ate before the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. You really do see something, don't you? Yeah! Make some kind of signal. I'll go like that, okay? Real angels. I know it sounds crazy. I'm relieving you of your management responsibility. Somewhere between losing hope. You can't go through life thinking everyone you meet will one day let you down. And finding the courage. You can call it angels. I won't play for anyone but George Knox. You can call it faith. That goes for me too. You can call it whatever you like. They gave the world something to believe in. I got nothing left. I got an angel with you right now. Danny Glover. Tony Danza. Even though you can't see us. And Christopher Lloyd. Always watching. Disney's Angels in the Outfield. Uh, this is Art LaFleur, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend. You guys sure have been busy sending in questions, and the virtual mailbag is full. So let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Evelyn of North Carolina, and she writes, Aaron of I Want to Know, my question is about the Parent Trap remake. Was that an actual camp? If so, where is it located? Also, is there a soundtrack for the film? Thanks. Well, I love the Parent Trap movies, and the remake was good, too. The camp scenes were filmed at Camp Sealy in Crestline, California, 
in the San Bernardino Mountains close to Lake Gregory. The facility includes 60 cabins, a large kitchen, dining hall, rustic lodge, modern restroom shower facilities, a baseball field, basketball court, a horseshoe pit, table tennis, a beautiful creek, and hiking trails. It's very much a working camp that is used for such groups as 4-H and band camps. And yes, there is a soundtrack that was released for this film on July 28, 1998, containing various artists. It has such great songs on it as L-O-V-E by Nat King Cole, Bad to the Bone by George Thurgood and the Destroyers, and this will be an Everlasting Love by Natalie Cole. The film score was also released for the film on September 1st, 1998. Our next question is from Greg Fredrickson from Texas, and he writes, Diz Radio, love the show, and am a new listener. In Disney's Treasure of Matacumbi, did the actors go on to do anything else? And can I find it on DVD or digital since I know many wonderful World of Disney movies weren't released? Thank you for the time. Well, Treasure of Matacumbi was released in 1976. It takes place in post-Civil War Kentucky, where young David Burney becomes the unexpected heir to the family secret, a map leading to buried treasure on the Florida Isle of Matacumbi. The boy, joined by four fellow adventurers, begins his search for the treasure despite deadly interference by his late father's arch-enemy. The threat of a hurricane and the presence of hostile Indians set the mood for the frantic trek to the swampy site, a destination that can provide untold wealth for the searchers or for their evil pursuers. Well, cool fact about this movie, the final scene at a beached shipwreck was filmed at Walt Disney World's Discovery Island. Most of the actors went on to do some more acting, but nothing worth noting. There were a few notable actors. Robert Foxworth, who played Uncle Jim, was originally cast to play J.R. Ewing on the TV show Dallas, but was replaced by Larry Hagman. He went on to star in the 80s series Falcon Crest. George Lindsay, who played the sheriff, was best known for playing Goober Pyle on the Andy Griffith Show, and later played Goober on Hee Haw from 1972 to 1992. And of course, Dick Van Patten, who played the gambler, went on to have a great acting career. And yes, this movie was released on DVD and is available for purchase on Amazon. Well, our final question this week is from Samantha Rinker in Upper Maine, and she writes, Fuzzbucket, need I say more? No one seems to remember this classic, do you? Is it available on DVD? Has it ever been re-released on television? Is anyone else from the movie on to anything now? Well, I haven't thought of this movie in so long I had forgotten about it. Fuzzbucket is a 1986 TV movie. The story is about a 12-year-old boy named Michael Gerber who doesn't have any friends. However, he has an invisible friend named Fuzzbucket. When his friend becomes visible, they share some fun times, but when Fuzzbucket fears of turning invisible again, this time forever, he heads for home, and Michael takes off after him. As far as some more notable actors, Phil Fondacaro, who played Fuzzbucket, played in Return of the Jedi as the Ewok with the only death scene. He also appeared in Willow in 1988, as well as many other roles. Joe Rigobuto, 
who played the dad, is best known for his role as Frank Fontana on the series Murphy Brown. Robin Lively, who played Stevie Gerber, is best known for her role in the film Teen Witch. And Disney released the DVD on-demand version of this film as part of their Disney Generations Collection line of DVDs on July 5th, 2011. It's also available to watch digitally on Amazon and several other sites. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. Envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that. Good evening and 
Welcome once again to the Disney Sunday movie. Mickey and I are here on stage four in front of the treehouse that was used in tonight's movie, Fuzz Bucket. It was in this very treehouse that a young boy and his invisible friend, Fuzz Bucket, spent hour after hour talking and playing. The more the boy would tell his family and schoolmates about his invisible friend, the less they would believe him. Now that's perfectly understandable. We all know that invisible friends like Fuzzbucket really don't exist. I beg your pardon? Mickey, can you believe this? Fuzzbucket. Michael, I just can't tell you how long I wanted to meet the great Mickey Mouse. For years I've watched him on the Mickey Mouse Club on television. I'll bet I've seen every one of his cartoons at least twice. I'm a real fan. Well, let me take this opportunity to introduce you to Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, Fuzzbucket. Fuzzbucket, Mickey Mouse. How do you do? Nice to meet you, Fuzzbucket. It's my pleasure. I just love your movie. You were terrific. All right. Hey, hey, guys, wait a second. Uh, no more talking. We really have to get on with the movie. All right. Let's have lunch. Wait, I know wait, a place please, that makes please. a great cheese omelet. Roll the film. Gotta start. I'd roll love film. to. Hi there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. Reservations can now be made for a brand new character brunch at Chef Mickey's. They've currently only been open for breakfast and dinner. Of course, the menu looks amazing, and the brunch hours are from 11.30 through 2.30, so make sure to book your reservation soon if you want to check it out and dine with everyone's favorite pal, Mickey Mouse. If you're anything like me, you've probably been following the updates to the hub area of the Magic Kingdom pretty obsessively, and this week we've had yet another update. There are new castle turrets being installed to the left and right of the castle. These will replace the fort-like structures that used to reside in the area, and based on the concept art that the Disney Parks blog released, they're really going to extend the beauty of the castle. We just have to keep being patient. The hub construction has to end eventually. If you're still dying for your chance to stay in Cinderella's Castle Suite, make sure to enter the latest Disney Summer Contest. To enter, come up with your most unique and creative Walt Disney World-inspired summer wear or summer treat. Take a picture of your creation and upload it to Twitter or Instagram with the hashtag DisneySummerContest. The grand prize winner will receive a five-day, four-night stay at Walt Disney World with one amazing night in the castle and a frozen summer fun VIP experience. Entries will be taken through June 14th. Last month, Epcot welcomed a new musical group to their ranks that I really can't wait to hear perform. American Music Machine is a five-person contemporary a cappella group that performs at the America Garden Pavilions Wednesdays through Sundays. And we can't wait to hear their vocals because their arranger even worked for Glee. Thanks for listening, and until next time, don't forget, you can fly. He's gonna make it right to the top. That crazy moving, grooving kid who just won't stop He's gonna rearrange the good old status quo And get it all together with the things he's got to know He's 
gonna make it. He's gonna make it. He's gonna take this cockeyed world and shake it. He's gonna show them he's a winner in the end. With a little bit of luck. And a little bit of barefoot friend. When they start rapping that he's too young, he makes his mind up that he'll wind up number one. And the whole wide world will know that he's around. The weather cats get uptight and try to put him down. He's gonna make it, he's gonna make it, he's gonna take this cockeyed world and shake it, he's gonna show them he's a winner in the end, with a little luck, and a little bitty barefoot friend. and modern luxury waltz in perfect harmony within Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa a flagship resort celebrating a golden era Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is a deluxe resort located just a quick monorail stop away from Magic Kingdom Park the resort takes guests back to 1890s era Florida when high society dreamt of lavish summer retreats. Here, through its extravagant decor and world-class service, those dreams become reality. 
Relax on the Grand One Yacht as you cruise Seven Seas Lagoon. Take in the sounds of the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. Or sit down to a traditional tea service where you might even be joined by Princess Aurora. A culinary destination unto itself, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa features an array of dining experiences. Every palate, every appetite is deliciously satisfied. The resort's featured restaurant is the Five Diamond award-winning Victoria and Albert's. With its gourmet food and specialty wines, Victoria and Albert's makes for a perfect romantic night. The most remarkable aspect of the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa experience is how it can truly cater to any guest. The resort's luxurious full-service spa, Senses, offers relaxing massages, organic spa treatments, and even has a specialty kids menu with mother-daughter services. The experience is absolutely rejuvenating, leaving you relaxed and ready for a fun day at the pool. The beach pool is surrounded by a white sand beach and features a magnificent water slide. The rooms within the resort are expressions of Victorian splendor that seamlessly pull together true comfort and modern convenience with a rich, casually elegant look. From the decadent decor to the fine linens, each room is a majestic escape. With a resort of such elegance and many possibilities, Every guest is sure to experience a luxury that transcends time itself at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand. Dibs! Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. All right, LVD head, so I am back, and I hope you're enjoying this show. A little bit more of a condensed version of news and many other things on the horizon as it continues to downpour here in the studios here this week. But it is not slowing us down. We're kicking off summer as we have Rich Collins from the Imagination Movers stopping in here very shortly as he's going to help us this summer reach high, think big, work hard, have fun and many other things here this summer. And I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the D-Team with Aaron answering all those questions with I Want to Know. I love how you're always digging in and answering all those questions for you D-Heads, as well as Caitlin with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDWN2. Thank you for stopping in. And remember, if you have any questions for Aaron, definitely drop him a line at erin at disradio.com. Chat with him, Caitlin, and the rest of the D-Team, and you can find all these links on our official website. So as it continues to downpour here in the studios, and I hope you don't hear it. I mean, it is downpouring here in the studios, D-Heads, as we're just really trying to kick off summer. I got my coffee in hand. Let's continue with news hot off the D-Wire. And how about how Take Me Fishing is going to turn one family's dream getaway into a real-life Walt Disney World Resort vacation. Real being spelled R-E-E-L. Yes, it has Catch the Magic sweepstakes that officially kicked off. Now, the Recreational Boating and Fishing Foundation and its Take Me Fishing campaign announced this week that the launch of the Catch the Magic sweepstakes, which will turn one family's dream getaway into a real-life Walt Disney World Resort vacation filled with fun for all ages. From now all the way through July 19th, boaters, anglers, and Disney fans can visit Disney.com slash Catch the Magic to enter for a chance to win a five-day, four-night vacation for four to the Walt Disney World Resort courtesy of Take Me Fishing. 
Now the vacation is complete with fishing and boating adventures on the resort's many lakes and waterways. Now one lucky Catch the Magic winner and three guests will enjoy a magical vacation where their Walt Disney World adventure on water includes a guided fishing excursion and driving sea racers, both presented by Take Me Fishing. Now the vacation continues on land with a stay in the middle of the magic at a select Walt Disney World Resort hotel and admission to all four theme parks as well as dining, shopping, and entertainment experiences. Now the official rules are available at Disney.com slash Catch the Magic. Now advanced anglers and future fishing fans alike can get out all their fishing poles, put on their mouse ears, and go online to enter for a chance to win this Walt Disney World Resort. Now as they have released, I say that pretty often, don't I? The Catch the Magic sweepstakes celebrates the alliance between RBFF's Take Me Fishing campaign and the Walt Disney World Resort by giving families a chance, an unforgettable vacation, said Frank Peterson, president and CEO of RBFF. Together we continue to offer fun, educational, and family-friendly catch-and-release fishing and boating experiences for guests at the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, in addition to the Catch the Magic, Take Me Fishing is angling for all fans to catch on to another one of its newly launched initiatives, First Catch. There's nothing quite experiencing the thrill of catching your very first fish. So this year, Take Me Fishing is making their mission to give everyone an opportunity to show their first catch by sharing it on social media using the new hashtag all year long. For more information, you can use hashtag first catch or visit takemefishing.org slash first catch as well and many other things. Definitely check it out. It's fun. It's a great contest and I love taking all my kids fishing as well. Now, pushing right along here, let's get into films, but not necessarily Disney films, but how about films that deal with Walt Disney? And how about film producer Ben McConnelly joining as producer on the highly anticipated film Walt Before Mickey? Now, if that sounds familiar to all of you D-heads, you may remember when we had John Heater on here and also Thomas Ian Nicholas, both who play Walt and Roy in the film as special guests here at the show. If you missed that one, definitely dig back to the archives. It's probably one of the February 6th shows, because I believe it was around one of my birthdays. But film producer Ben McConnelly, with the assistance of his advisors at the Washington, D.C.-based public affairs firm Capital Keys, announces his participation as producer in The Walt Before Mickey, the highly anticipated biopic on the early years of the Walt Disney, based on a book with the same name written by Timothy Sassane and Diane Disney Miller. Now, this family film marks McConnelly's 16th film as producer. Recently, the producers signed a domestic distribution deal with Voltage Pictures and distributors of such films as Dallas Buyers Club, The Hurt Locker, and international distribution with Mission Pictures. Now, as they have said, it's a beautiful portrayal of the side of Walt Disney like never before seen, said actor David Henry, who plays Rudy in the film. You may also know him from Wizards of Waverly Place. Now, award-winning actor Hunter Gomez says, This is my proudest film. We're showing a side of Walt Disney that most don't even know existed. Now, the film will premiere in Los Angeles, New York, and Washington, D.C., prior to the wide release. And the film is also the opening night featured film at the Skyway Film Festival, which runs all the way through this weekend in Florida. Now, this was fantastic film. I am excited for it. I think it's one of those films that we truly can say that, you know, come on, we all want to see something about Walt Disney, and this is one that, you know, is new, different, and exciting. 
Now, pushing along here, let's get into the Disney Store. And how about Disney Store celebrating a grand opening of its new store in Burlington, Massachusetts? Yes, the first 500 guests will receive a free gift and a special meet and greet with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Yes, on Saturday, June 13th, the Disney Store will celebrate the grand opening of its new store in Burlington Mall in Burlington, Massachusetts. One of the Walt Disney Company's premier retail destinations, Disney Store, is offering guests a magical and immersive shopping experience through its unique store designs and one-of-a-kind cast members. Now designed to feature unique elements including Blue Pixie Dust Trail, Magical Trees, and the Disney Store Theater and storytelling neighborhoods featuring Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars, this is going to be a great Disney Store like no other. Sad to say, we don't have one that exists like this near me anymore. Now this year, the grand opening ceremony will feature a festive new song, special appearances by a little bit of pixie dust to open the store to many guests. Now the first 500 guests to attend the grand opening this weekend will receive a free gift from noon to 4 p.m. And a meet and greet with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse will take place in the lower level of the center court of the mall with an opportunity for guests to take photos with the characters. Now if you want to find out more about this Disney store and many others, just visit DisneyStore.com slash store locator. Now pushing along here on a little more of a sad note, let's bow our heads in a moment of silence as Christopher Lee. Yes, you know him from Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, many others. I mean, so many great things, including one of my favorites that isn't Disney, Rankin and Bass's The Last Unicorn, and many other. The veteran actor Sir Christopher Lee has passed away at 93 years old. After being hospitalized with respiratory problems, the Associated Press has announced. Now his career has been fantastic. Everybody knows him, like I said. From Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, James Bond, and many others, he has been fantastic. And everybody knows, I mean, seriously, his list goes on and on. The Wicker Man and many others. I mean, it has been fantastic. So let's bow our heads in a moment of silence as this one true film veteran has now passed away. So all of you D-heads, there is some other things on the news on the horizon. But you know what? It's summertime. It is busy. The rain is pounding down. So you know what? I'm sure you'll read more about these on our official website and many other places about details about the new Frozen Ever After ride. Come on. I'd be lying if I didn't say it was posted everywhere. I mean, seriously, you blink your eyes and you've probably already seen details posted about that as well as the new pre-order for the Disney Short Films Collection Blu-ray that is up for pre-order as well and many other things including Fantasia sequence, yes, Night at Bald Mountain, to be made into a live-action movie. So these are some of the news items that, you know what, I'm not going to bog you down with because you probably already read about them here this week. So, all of you D-Eds, with that said, I'm going to release the reins to the D-Team as Nathan is going to go deep into this week in Disney history, and he says he has a couple of other things up his sleeve as well. We also have Paige stopping in later with a magical music review, and the next time you hear me, I'm going to be... I'm going to be officially kicking off summer with Rich Collins from the Imagination Movers. So all VD heads, hang in there tight, sit back, enjoy, and as the Imagination Movers say, let's have fun, fun, fun. I don't know what's happening. 
going down And I'm the captain Let's have fun La 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 Let's have fun It's gonna be the best time Is it the worst day? How could it be the best? We turned it all around Still let my body guess I'm throwing birthday cake Yeah, it's a food fight! Now it's a wet outside Who needs a sipping slide? Slip sliding to the left Slip sliding to the right Right Slip sliding and everyone's invited And there is no denying that we are all excited And all my friends are grinning The record player spinning And Charlie Brown is willing Going into extra dinners now I don't know What's happening Party's taking off And I'm the captain Let's have fun la, 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 Let's have fun Let's have fun Hi again, D-Heads. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I'm Nathan, ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. This week, we're going to look a little deeper into two of the more popular Disney games of the past, plus some more tidbits about Disney as well. So as always, branching off of that, let's begin. Alright, but before we get started today, D-Heads, I wanted to uh, throw something else at you history-wise that I thought would be pretty beneficial for everybody who may not be aware of them. I want to start every week on Disney history throwing back to uh, this week in Diz Radio history and let you know what's in our archives and uh, things you may have missed out on. It's really good because um, even me, when I first started the show, I was going back after being here a few months and like, wow, I didn't even know we interviewed that person. So for the very first official This Week in Diz Radio history, I'm taking us all the way back to May 26, 2010 to show number eight. Yes, we did have a number that low at one point, believe it or not with Bruce Reitherman, who uh, you may recognize him as the voice of Mowgli in the Jungle Book and Christopher Robin in the classic Pooh short, plus the small one himself. And Bruce is also the son of Wolfgang Reitherman, which was one of Walt's original nine old men. So if you want a really good throwback episode and uh, to be part of the very first This Week in Diz Radio history, I really strongly suggest you take a little jump back five years and kind of check out our beginnings a little bit. And now D-Head's actually moving on to our Disney history this week. Starting out this week in Disney history, we begin in 1944, when puppeteer, actor, and film director Frank Oz is born in Hereford, England. In 1955, the Disney film Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier, starring Fess Parker and Buddy Ebsen, is released. In 1965, actor John C. Riley, the voice of Wreck-It Ralph himself, is born in Chicago, Illinois. And also in 1965, the Miami Herald runs the banner headline, Giant Land Deal Near Orlando Revealed, 
There were many rumors of what the land would be used for exactly, but staff writer Clarence Jones did state his Disney thoughts in an excerpt, stating, A Miami law firm working with $5 million in cold cash has quietly engineered one of the biggest, most talked about Florida land deals in years. Twelve miles southwest of Orlando, the firm has bought 30,000 acres of strategically located land that could become the state's largest industrial complex. Still, another possibility is Disneyland East, the long-planned amusement park that would be bigger and better than the original Disneyland in Anaheim, California. Walt Disney was at Cape Kennedy several weeks ago, but denied that he's still considering Florida for his new venture. Bankers and real estate brokers have been trying for months to find out what's in the works. If any outsiders know, they aren't telling. In 1966, on May 28, 1966, It's a Small World officially opened at Disneyland. In 1973, Jack McBrayer, the voice of Fix-It Felix for the 2012 Wreck-It Ralph, is born in Macon, Georgia. In 1986, Epcot's spaceship Earth reopened with a new narration by legendary newsman Walter Cronkite, and a new finale song titled Tomorrow's Child, and also a new sponsor, AT&T. In 1990, Here Come the Muppets, a live-action and puppet stage show based on the Muppets, opens here at Disney MGM Studios in Florida. It will be replaced by Voyage of the Little Mermaid two years later in 1992. In 1993, groundbreaking began for the Tower of Terror attraction at Disney MGM Studios theme park in Florida. In 1999, exactly 44 years to the day since he joined the Disney company, Dick Nunes retires as chairman of Walt Disney Attractions. And moving on to our Disney video gaming doubleheader, in 2003, Disney Interactive launches Toontown Online, a 3D multiplayer game. Toontown Online, if you remember, it was an MMORPG, which is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game created by Disney Interactive and published by the Walt Disney Company. This game, in comparison, falls in the open-world, MMO kind of category, do-what-you-want style of games, such as World of Warcraft and Star Wars The Old Republic. Toontown Online's story centered on an ongoing battle between a population of cartoon animals known as the Toons and a collection of business-minded robots known as the Cogs who are trying to take over the town. Players would choose and customize their own tune and go on complete tune tasks, play minigames, and fight the Cogs. The game lasted 10 years until September 2013 when the final server was shut down, and also thinking of nostalgic games like Toontown, it makes me miss other past games from Disney, such as Virtual Magic Kingdom, or VMK for short. And speaking of VMK, two years later, moving on to 2005, Virtual Magic Kingdom, also known as VMK, is another MMO game developed by Walt Disney Parks and Resorts and Sulaki Corporation and published by the Walt Disney Company. It was a virtual in-park representation of the Disneyland style of attractions and played through your internet browser. It also contained areas and minigames which were based on real park scenery and attractions at Disneyland. It was launched as part of the Happiest Celebration on Earth promotional campaign to commemorate 50 years of Disney theme parks. Launched in May of 2005, it was closed three years later in May 2008. Unfortunately, being a promotional item, it was eventually nixed, as mentioned, despite its overwhelming popularity. The lands you could explore were Main Street USA, Fantasyland, and Adventureland upon the game's release, with Tomorrowland, Frontierland, and New Orleans Square being added on later, and New Orleans Square being the last added land in 2007 before the game's end. Moving on to 2007, thousands of colorful fireworks filled the nighttime sky over Barcelona, Spain, as for the first time, the Disney Magic cruise ship enters the Spanish port city. 
It'll be Disney's first ever foray into the European cruise market. And also in 2007, Radio Disney held the planet premiere of What Time Is It? The first single from High School Musical 2. And also in 07, the third film in the Pirates series, Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, opened worldwide. And also in 2007, over at Disneyland, Pirates Lair on Tom Sawyer Island officially opens, an artificial island surrounded by the rivers of America. It contained caves with references to Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean films, as well as the traditional Mark Twain characters from the novel The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. In 2013, the monstrous summer all-nighter began at the Disneyland Resort, and thousands of people could count down along with Mike and Sully as fireworks light up the entrances to both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Parks. And we're ending this week in Disney history, D-Heads, with a recent one, in 2015. Although this falls into last week's time frame, Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom will be open Memorial Day weekend for 24 hours from 6 a.m. May 22nd to 6 a.m. May 23rd, marking the resort's fourth 24-hour event in history. With this year being themed as the coolest summer ever, featuring tons of Frozen-themed events and activities as well as characters too. And also, in California at Disneyland, they had some 24-hour events as well for the 60th anniversary Diamond Celebration such as the debut of the new sure-to-be-a-hit, and it totally was because I saw it, Parade Spectacular, Paint the Night. If you've not seen it yet, I strongly advise you to YouTube it now. Unfortunately, that's the way that I had to watch it. We actually watched it live on the website, but I'm sure if it's seen in person, it's just going to be spectacular. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something maybe that you didn't know. Feel free to email me at nathan at dizradio.com if you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast. And as always, guys, have a great week, and see you real soon. And take a glance at the fancy ends Then maybe try a few The bare necessities of life will come to you They'll come to you Look for the bare necessities The simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife And take a glance at the fancy ends And maybe try a few The bare necessities of life will come to you They come to you
in my backyard. If you act like that BX, you're working too hard. Way too hard. Don't spend your time just looking around for something you want that can't be found. When you find out that you can live without it and go along not thinking about it, I'll tell you something true. The bare necessities of life will come to you. They'll come to you. Look for the Hi, this is Bruce Reitherman. I was the voice of Mowgli in the Jungle Book, and you're listening to Disney On Command. Yeah, man. Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many times those are ones that you've passed on to your children, especially in the most recent years, like myself being a father of four. And with us here this week is somebody that is no stranger to entertaining the little children out there, keeping them full of high energy, positive male role models, and more. We have Rich Collins from the Imagination Movers here with us. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Thanks so much, Jonathan. How y'all doing? Uh, it is our pleasure having you on. I mean, Imagination Movers, definitely something that I've passed down to uh, my children as well. I guess before we jump into all of that, I always love to find out the backstories of things. I guess, how did the movers come about initially? Did you guys always want to play for kids or, you know, music background? I guess, what really brought you guys together initially? We were four friends living in New Orleans, uh, and we all had little kids around the same time. And so we just started seeing the content that was available, and we thought, you know, uh, we could create a really cool show to combine the best of, like, those old-fashioned live-action characters like Mr. Rogers or Captain Kangaroo with uh, the rock and roll aesthetic of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Beastie Boys. Yeah, that was one of those things. It was a conversation that happened uh, actually at my at my partner Scott's son's birthday party a few years back, and then we... Um, you know, just really jumped into the idea. Uh, we we ended up meeting a few times in the next couple of days, and uh, in that process, we dreamed up the the concept for the Movers Television Show, and we started writing some of the music. We wrote the uh, theme song and, and some of the other ones that have been with us now for all these years. But uh, it was really it was just it was kind of a, a lightning bolt, a bit of inspiration for us, and then we had the. Uh, you know, the willpower and the motivation to really follow through with the idea. Well, you know, and with that, too, like you said, it's something that kind of brought you guys together and whatnot. And, you know, of course, writing many of those songs. Now, has it ever, have you ever been pulled back and you realize, uh, I guess, how much of an impact you're putting on these children's lives? Because, you know, they're going to grow up and be 15, 16, and they're going to remember that time when they were dancing to the movers. It's pretty great. I mean, you know, again, we started, this whole thing kind of started as us entertaining our kids, you know, we're all dads and just, you know, as such, we're used to being the comic relief or the entertainment around the house. And so, uh, you know, by degrees, it just kept growing and growing until, uh, you know, you know, we were affecting people here in our community here in New Orleans and playing concerts and people were trading, you know, the, the, the CDs, you know, that we were, the early products that we were making. But then as it grew and it turned to a thing where the show was on in 55 countries and we're, traveling uh, to go play a concert in Dubai or someplace and, and meeting all these kids. Like, there's fans from, you know, I'm thinking of that day where we met people from all over the Middle East and Asia and Europe 
and yeah, you, you, you do have to stop and, and just kind of take it all in. It's it's pretty amazing. And one, I think, consistent thing that we that we hear is that people appreciate the fact that you see us working together on the TV show. I mean, uh, you you see these these four friends working together, uh, treating each other with kindness and respect, and also just being creative uh, as a way of solving problems. And people appreciate that uh, that type of uh, you know, interaction being modeled on TV, you know, because a lot of stuff that you see is so, you know, so different from that. Definitely, you know, and like you, you know, and like you had stated, you know, seeing so many different people that you've affected and whatnot, I mean, you know, early on in your career, just independently, you guys sold over 100,000 copies and then moved on to the television show and items like that. Now, uh, were you guys just uh, taken back or just, you know, I guess, of course, hard work and whatnot, um, you know, when you were approached to do a TV show that is going to air on, you know, at the time, you know, Playhouse Disney and realize, the amount of exposure you're going to get, were you guys prepared, uh, you know, for that kind of big boom? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because uh, if, if, like, the first week when we started thinking about the idea of all of a sudden it jumped to this, you know, this major jump, it would have been probably impossible to process it. But it's the way the way it kind of proceeded for us, and it's probably true for a lot of people, is that it was like every day you wake up and you kind of you, you, you just keep working on the on the brand and then the idea, and and so. Uh, you know, you, you never got that moment where you, where it was just like this huge shock of like, you know, um, where it all at once it all turns on. But, uh, you know, so it's been more of a thing where now when you, when you reflect back on it, you think, oh, you know, wow, cause I can't believe we actually pulled it off, you know, but for us, it was always a thing of, um, you had the vision, you had the idea, and we always believed in it. Um, but it's still obviously very, very satisfying to, you know, to speak yeah. on to, to what, you know, where we took it. So, you know, we've now written close to 200 songs and we have this brand new product out that we're really proud of. And we've played concerts all over the, all over the world, as they're saying, and got a bunch coming up. So, you know, it's, it's obviously a, it's a great joy for all of us for sure well you know and and with that like you said you know with the concerts and traveling all over now uh, you know playing a lot of these concerts over time uh you know are there any concerts that have ever really stood out to you uh as the the most affecting for you you know whether that's a you know special moment or you know there was somebody in the audience or you know was there was there some that really stood out to you yeah i mean i can't i'm just thinking there's, there's been many moments uh, because i god i don't know we played so many but, uh, okay, we always love playing Jazz Fest in New Orleans. That's like the big music festival here every year. That's where, uh, we kind of originally kind of came up, uh, through Jazz Fest and playing for the crowds there. Uh, and that's actually where Disney first came and met us and saw us. So that's always a special, you know, that, that event every year that we play it is very special to us. Um, then I'm thinking, you know, there was just the glamour moments of playing, you know, like at the, you know, the, some of the bigger shows we did on, on our big tours, like at the, there was one in L.A. where, you know, there was all sorts of, you know, notables in the audience and uh, just, you know, rubbing shoulders with lots of, you know, people that we admired that had come to see the show. That that was very exciting for us. Um, and <laughs> you say things stand out. I'm also that the one, one, one of my most vivid concert memories, uh, you know, we a big part of what we do, it's a very rock show. The, you know, the, the, the we put on it's, it's all about live music. We do a lot. We we're, we're very uh, much present in the crowd, running around a, a lot. For uh, you know, if we're playing in a big, um, like say a cut down hockey center or something, you know, you'll you'll find one or all of us running around through the crowd a lot. But as as a result, we've also had many uh, 
many concert injuries, and uh, I seem to be one of the more accident-prone. And so one of, one of the moments I remember is when we played <laughs> in H- Hawaii a, c- a couple of years ago, and the big f- final song of the set, uh, I was doing something that I used to do that I now never do, which is I was standing on the arms of the chairs. And uh, I didn't realize it, but as I was sort of trying to do my rock star move, these chairs that I was standing on, they were like fold, folding chairs that they'd set up temporarily in that one section. <laughs> and the chair folded out from under me, and um, I basically uh, nearly nearly broke my ankle, uh, but had to be uh, uh, I had to be taken picked up by a bandmate and I think an usher. Uh, and carried off the backstage and taken to the hospital. Well, you know, it's one of those uh, live and learn moments. And, you know, like you said, it's a very rock and roll show. So there's always high energy and excitement and whatnot. And, you know, with that, I, I guess, how often do you guys change up the show? I mean, you know, to really make it new and fresh for, you know, returning little movers who are excited to see you guys. Uh, well, all the time, really. Uh, well, you know, what's happened with us is we, we you know, we're a bunch of like, uh, you know, grown-up kids, really. Uh, so we all have uh, short attention spans, uh, which makes us, I think, ideally suited to be playing for, for um, you know, parents and kids together because we, we always try and make it fun. Uh, and and so what our show has become, it's really sort of a concentrated version. Uh, we do it, we've done this for a decade now. So, you know, all of the, you know, it's a lot of trial and error. Uh, we'll, we'll work in new material, uh, and then if, it, if it's strong enough, it stays. If it's not interesting enough, it goes. Um, and so, uh, in addition to the music, you know, we sort of we've, we've concentrated now the songs down to like say we know that these twenty songs from our two hundred are the ones that uh, really always you know seem to go over. So we will often use that batch of songs plus whatever the new thing we're trying to work in. But then also we have you know introduced a lot of just funny moments and visual visually exciting moments to the show over the years. And so now, you know, we've also got a bag of tricks that include things like, you know, we uh, our signature now is that we have these converted leaf blowers that shoot toilet paper into the uh, into the crowd every time we play a certain song. And, you know, the song's called Rolling, and then we shoot the crowd with toilet paper. Uh, then we have these giant balloons that, that kids can play cash with, and we have, you know, other other fun elements like that. So we sort of choose based on the show what we're going to do. Like, for instance, this week, I was actually, right before I called you, I was uh, communicating with the guys about what we're going to do this weekend for our show in, uh, up near Omaha. And uh, so we were picking <laughs> picking from our menu of choices, you know. Um, <laughs> but, yes, so we do try and change it up. One thing, too, is that, you know, we always, we love, you know, pop music and what's going on, rock music and everything else. So, like, some a few shows back, we started just kind of as a joke. We're doing a version of Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. <laughs> but it's actually now become sort of a fun. It's a it, we do it. We did actually a pretty good rock version of it, uh, and so now that's sort of become part of the show. We combine. We have a song called Shakeable You that's been like a mover staple forever. Very interactive song. So now Shakeable You and Taylor Swift got merged. Hold on, I hear my children screaming in the background. Yeah, you know, and, you know, with that, you know, so many different concerts, things like that. And also you said you had a bag of tricks that you brought from the TV show. And with that, too, and getting involved with the TV show, I guess, have you guys had a lot of say in that and kind of where it goes? And I guess, uh, you know, are there any mishaps or how many takes does it take sometimes to get some of this stuff done? Are you guys just cracking up and having fun? Yeah, I mean, with us, the thing that would happen was, you know, we we would have a lot of fun improvising because we... 
there's a lot of really smart people that helped create the scripts for these shows. So it would be the, the, there's the, the head writer and his team, plus the producers of the show, plus the, uh, Disney executives, plus the movers all trading emails about what, you know, what'll work, what won't work, you know, in, in all the different stages of the script building. Then the actual day to come shoot the show, the, the scenes came, we would always have fun improvising and being silly. And, uh, uh, you know, we always say that some of our favorite versions of all the shows were the, were the first and second cuts before they had to get, you know, cut down and streamlined because, you know, we did have, a, we did have some pretty successful improvisations and just, uh, uh, on the day moments, um, you know, but then for, just for time and a million other reasons, a lot of times you have to trim that down and make a, you know, a cohesive episode. So some of the weirder, funnier stuff is, uh, is on the editing room floor, but, uh, we'll always remember it and enjoy it. Um, but then it's fun too, because by, by doing that, you end up seeing certain, you know, a certain percentage of those kind of funny inspirations do make it into the, in the final episodes. And so you, there is, there's, um, there's definitely some magical moments that just came from, you know, the fact that it was midnight when we were shooting the scene and everyone was slap happy, that kind of thing. Well, you know, and, uh, you know, continuing on with so many different things like that too, with, you know, the show and the concerts and whatnot, I guess when it comes to writing music and gearing it towards children, like you said, you want to have that rock vibe, you want to have it fun. But at the same time, I guess, uh, how do you really dig deep for all the inspiration to kind of target many of these kids and really be that inspiration for them? I guess, uh, you know, what are some of the stories behind trying to write some of these songs, you know, because some of them are definitely, it's, you you sit back, you listen to it, and you're like, how did they come up with that idea? Right. I mean, some some of it, early, you know, some of them are uh, sort of, had, had, you know, are bigger bigger than others in the sense that, like, you know, a song from years ago uh, called, uh, you know, I Want My Mommy, whatever, that that was a, you know, a quote-unquote early movers hit just in our, in our infancy because it was just a really sweet song about bedtime and being scared to go to bed. But then, um, you know, overcoming it with, you know, with your, with your blanket, your teddy bear, this kind of thing. So a classic childhood theme and song, you know, so that was, you know, that kind of thing has an innocence and a sweetness that will always stick around. And then we have a lot of ones that were just kind of silly and goofy. For instance, the new record that we just finished is called License to Move, which, which is an homage, of course, to the Beastie Boys stuff. But, um, you know, we've got a song on there that's only 20 seconds long, and it's called Snack Powder. And it's about the orange stuff that gets in your fingers when you eat Cheetos. So I mean, you know, <laughs> we kind of we kind of run the gamut from from sincere and serious to uh, just totally goofy. Uh, actually, a, a kind of funny hybrid on the new record. There's a song called Line Cutter, <laughs> which is about uh, well, just, I guess anybody anybody cutting in front of anybody else in line, but the but the but the actual verse of the song is about. Um, you know, uh, a child waiting to, uh, waiting in line for the water fountain and another kid steps in front of him, you know, which is silly and goofy, but at the same time, that's the kind of thing that really affects little kids and stresses them out, you know, so it's, you know, we've created a, an anthem, uh, to deal with that subject, you know, so it's both tongue in cheek and kind of serious at the same time, you know. Definitely, you know, and like you said, you just started hitting uh, hitting base on the new CD. I guess you know you have the new CD uh, released, all that kind of fun stuff. I guess would you like to elaborate a little bit more about what what's going to encompass with this? Because you guys have so many songs, so many CDs under your belts, and now you got the newest venture just in time to kick off summer. So would you like to let everyone in more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. In fact, um, uh, it's funny you say it's in time for summer because we didn't even really plan it this way, but uh, it worked out. The, the lead song from the like our single from the new record is called Summer. 
uh, and it's kind of like this, uh, as recorded, it, it comes across like a early 2000s California pop punk, you know, Blink-182 or Green Day thing, but it's about, it's from the perspective of a child, you know, caught in the middle of all the homework stuff uh, and dreaming about being free for summer. Uh, and so it's kind of great timing because we're just out now. We're just, you know, promoting it and getting it out there. Uh, and uh, it, it's kind of the mindset everybody's in. Um, and if you like out here, I'll, I'll just show you a little bit. I'm sitting here in my my house is my studio, so I'll, I'll show you. Uh, I'll give you a little acoustic version. I just got home and I got to do my homework. Stories are real and it's gonna make my head hurt. Gotta go to bed early and I'm waking up early. Gotta go to bed early, hurry up. Get up, get up, feel fed up, fed up. Can't get here soon enough. Here comes summer. Wanna play with my friends all day? Here comes summer. Yeah, I think I'm gonna catch some rain. You know what it gets real high. I hear the bubbles in the backyard pop. That's summer. <laughs> well, you know, and, and like like you said, I mean, that has that definite summer vibe, something to just get everyone up and moving and want to go out there and hit the baseballs around or who knows what. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, uh, Scott's, uh, uh, when that song came about, I was writing, just kind of started writing it and did the part about the kid doing homework and then, and then the chorus. And then Scott came up with his second verse is like the most summery sounding second verse. It sounds great. It's all about, um, you know, skateboards and sidewalks and, and this is great. Uh, and it definitely puts you, it gets you in that, in that, that visual. In fact, we haven't shot a video for it yet. And I was saying, man, this makes me want to uh, fly from Louisiana. I want to fly to California and shoot it on the beach out there. You know, it just has that vibe. But, um, uh, yeah, but so, right, the new album, Like This Move, uh, we're actually really excited about it. We've made a lot of songs for the TV show and just for, for all the other CDs and DVDs. But this product, it's got, uh, 12 and a half new songs. We say half because there's one, like, sort of secret track on there. And then there's, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, we've got, the, the, we got a whole concert that we, that we shot here in New Orleans in front of family and friends and our biggest supporters and we, Included that concert on the DVD, and then we have some other music videos and just some goofy stuff as well. So it's a really good uh, product, very funny. Uh, these are some of our coolest songs I think we've done. Uh, so yeah, check. You can go to imaginationmovers.com to get uh, to pick it up, or um, you know, just obviously iTunes or Amazon or wherever. You know, and with this new CD too, you know, we're looking back at how many you guys have done, and you know, I can tell your heart is definitely into this one. Are you ready for it just to to take off, and you know, maybe on that concert tour, maybe slip in a couple of beachfront dates? Who beachfront dates today? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Um, now we actually have, we have some fun shows coming up for the summer. One, we are doing, I think, in September, right at the end of the summer, we're doing a like some kind of beach festival in Virginia. Like I think it's in Virginia Beach, so that that's going to be great. But, um, yeah, uh, summertime is always fun too because we get, you know, you get some outdoor shows, that kind of thing. So I know we've got this thing this weekend is, is going to be an outdoor festival and that's a whole different type of show, you know, seeing the, the blue sky and the green grass. And, you know, we change it up a little bit, change the way we approach and play. And we can turn up for one thing because, uh, you know, it's outside and you don't have to worry about, um, you know, it's just kind of uh, easier to kind of rock out because you don't have to worry about stage volume and everything else for uh, affecting the you know, little kids. I mean, we we, spend, we do a rock show so for families, but we obviously when we're inside, we have to be really careful not to, uh, you know, exceed any appropriate volume and everything. 
So the outside is <laughs> a lot of fun if you just kind of cut loose. Well, you know, and like you said, too, it is a, it's a rock show. And that's one thing that I forgot to bring up earlier is it is entirely different than, you know, kids that grew up with, you know, Raffi or things like that. Because, you know, your music is the kind of music you could play in a car and parents aren't going to rip their hair out with it, too. Yeah, we like to think, I mean, it's, for us, it's what we always said, it's we, our entire uh, act is, is designed for parents and kids to enjoy together. It's really meant to be a shared experience. It's not about... Um, uh, putting something on for a child to listen to in the back with the headphones. Uh, uh, so uh, we think that uh, the just the, the whole vibe of what we do, the aesthetic of it is is um, is appealing, uh, and and it kind of can it's appealing to both demos, and it, and it can bring bring people together. You know, um, so we're, that's something we're really proud of. I mean, in fact, I mean, one thing it's kind of a funny reality of our business is you know we've been playing uh, touring. The, you know, the world for 10 years now, we sell more tickets to adults than kids. Just That's just the reality of, what, of when, you're, when you're doing this because, you know, you have a mom and a dad and a child. Uh, sometimes you have, you know, two parents and two kids. Or, But um, uh, one thing we learned and enjoyed is that a lot of times you might see, like, say for another, show, another kid's show, whatever it might be, you might see, like, two moms offer to take you know, their kids plus the neighbor's kids, and so you'll have more kids than adults. In our case, we've always had more adults than kids just because it's that much fun for uh, for everyone to enjoy together, you know. And we also, you know, it's uh, interaction is required, so, you know, we, we give everyone ample opportunity and invitation, uh, coercion, you might even say, to uh, to take part in the show and to be part of the, the process, so... It's really fun. Well, you know, and with that, too, with adults and kids, like you said, selling more tickets to adults, um, you know, when you're not in your signature suits and, you know, blue and all that kind of fun stuff, you know, if you're out and about, do you often get recognized from children or parents just on the streets? It, oh, it definitely, definitely happens. Uh, it's happened for, for years, and uh, it's funny because it, sometimes it comes in just at the weirdest moments. I was uh, I was at a skating rink uh, around Christmas time, and... Not even in, not not in New Orleans either, not in my hometown. But I was with my family skating around. Everyone bundled up with hat, cat, coats and hats. Yeah, and some little some you know, uh, young woman came up to me and says, "Are are you Rich Collins?" It's <laughs> like, "Yep." <laughs> so yeah, you know, you just never know. It, it's a trip. You know, we get spotted <laughs> a lot of times when the four of us are together, like running through an airport or something, trying to get a connection. We'll see some. Some uh, mom or dad, uh, you know, on a, on a business trip or whatever, and they they see us. That's a common place to get spotted because you know it's one of the most common places we'll be all together. And then they uh, always stop and take a picture and chat. It's nice. Well, you know, and with that too, you know, we know you're busy and have so many other things on the horizon. You have your own kids, of course. That you know, you got to be a father too. But I guess in you know closing things out, you have a new CD, you know, many tour dates, so much more that everybody can find out on the official website and more. I guess in closing here, um, is there any final words you like to leave to all the fans out there? I guess parents that have been able to pass on your music to their children and also the kids that are listening in as well since everybody loves to listen to our show so you know something out there for everybody is there anything you want to leave out there you know for those fans well uh, yeah absolutely uh, you know to whatever extent uh, the movers have wisdom share uh you know because like we're, we're like everybody else you know you, you gotta you gotta um keep working hard every day put one foot in front of the other but uh you know so we don't have every all the answers but one thing is that uh you know, we we came up with a motto early on for to kind of inspire ourselves to you know, keep the project going, and it was reach high, think big, work hard, and have fun. 
and that's that's the philosophy we've always had with our with our project and with our lives, uh, and it's and it served us well. Um, and I guess that, that that that's the mess that's the message we would share with all the kids as well. You know that 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 theme comes up in a couple of songs. You know, so as dads, we try and encourage our children to to have the same general same follow the same philosophy. And of course, as as newer fans, same thing. You know, just reach high, think big, work hard, and have fun. And I guess I would also throw in the most important message. The number one rule. This is this is a bar from my kids' school. Uh, the number one rule is to be kind. Definitely. You know, be- definitely words of wisdom, something to pass on to all the kids. And, of course, you know, the newest CD, you know, released right now digitally, licensed to move. You can also get it on your official website, tour dates, and more, Imagination Movers official website. We'll also link this on our website as well. And I guess, you know, it was our pleasure having you stop in, talk with us, and definitely give us that insight to the Imagination Movers. Like I said, I've passed it on to my children, as I know many of our listeners have as well. And thanks once again for taking time to stop in. It's great talking to you. Thank you for your help. Here with our first official magical music review of summer. Everyone is out on summer vacation now, and it's an amazing thing. Summer doesn't slow us down here at this radio, though, so on to the music. Jonathan has Mr. Rich Collins of the Imagination Movers in the studio today. The Imagination Movers came to play off Disney in 2008 and continues their run on Disney Junior. But did you know this group actually started five years before their Disney fame? The group formed back in 2003 in New Orleans. The Movers are known for setting educational songs to melodies and rhythms that are also appreciated by adults. Just this April, the Movers released a new album, Licensed to Move. I've got three of their songs all queued up and ready to go, so enough of my jabber and on to the tunes. Our first number is Dump Truck. The song has a simple, catchy melody in the instrumentation. When listening to lyrics, it is a basic explanation of a dump truck. Yeah, you're all probably saying, duh, but that is what it is. It keeps your head bobbing the whole time. It has its verses and a small chorus or bridge. Now, I had a little help picking out this song for the segment. Jonathan told me it is a favorite of someone in his house. Tyler, this is for you. Happy summer, dude. Da-ding-ding, ding 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 dong
mighty ball. Mighty ball. said in our house at the start of summer vacation. Let's have fun. When looking at the title, you'd think this was just a complete happy-go-lucky number where everything goes right. But you'd be wrong. If you listen to the lyrics, it actually describes all of these things that are kind of going sour at this birthday party. But what the movers have said about this song is that despite the string of mishaps, our birthday boy or girl simply pushes on, turning each setback into an opportunity to have fun. Our last one for the day is Here Comes Summer, 
Starting with a solo on guitar and bringing the rest of the instruments in and the movers singing, the song has plenty of excited energy. You can't help but be happy when you hear it. The words just basically describe everything that summer is about. Playing with your friends all day, the heat that comes, and the overall fun that is summer. I'll sign off now and leave you with the music. Have a wonderful rest of your week, D-Heads, and until next time, see ya and happy summer. enjoyed this week's show. I want to extend a very special thank you once again to Rich Collins of the Imagination Movers for stopping in, chatting with us, and helping us officially kick off summer vacation here at the show. Thank you, Rich, for stopping in, and be sure to check out their latest CD and DVD, License to Chill from the Imagination Movers. Thanks, Rich, once again for stopping in. I'd also like to thank the D-team of Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, and Paige for stopping in here this week with their signature segments. If it wasn't for the D-team, the show would be just that much less magical. So thank you, D-team, for stopping in, and remember to connect up with the D-team on our official website at DizRadio.com. And finally, I'd like to thank you, the D-heads. Without you, there would be no show. You are the reason that we come back here every single week for the last five years and bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney with our new kind of Disney show. So thank you, the D-heads. You truly make the magic happen. 
So all of you D-Heads, before I let you go and let you know who's going to be here next week to help us continue with our summer celebration, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also find us all over the social media networks on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Diz Radio, Disney Blue, or Disney On Demand and you will find us on all those media outlets. And remember, you can always subscribe to our latest shows as well in iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get the latest shows right there on your mobile device, your iPod, your Android, and more just by searching Disney Blue, Diz Radio, or Disney On Demand and subscribe right there. And remember, you can find all these links on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. So, all of you D-Heads, with that said, it has been a fun kickoff to summer here this week. Lots of fun things. The summer is here. Well, minus the rain so far here in the studio. But, come on, I can deal with a little bit of warm rain here in the summer if it means everything's going to be green and ready to go. But, when we think of summer, we think of water. And next week, for show number 114, we're going to set sail as we have none other than Derek Mears stopping in here at the show. Now, Derek, you know from a variety of different things, including the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, the Haunted Mansion, as well as being part of many horror classics like Friday the 13th and many others. And he's going to be stopping in here and chatting with all of us about what it's like setting sail, hanging out with Johnny Depp, and even getting his very own action figure. So get ready here next week as we continue with our summer-themed shows here at Disney On Demand. So with summer here, many different things make me think of summer, and one of those is always great Disney movies. I'm going to leave you with a little Louis Armstrong, and I'm feeling 10 feet off the ground. Until next week, all of you D-heads, I'll catch you online, and have a fantastic weekend. Invented music I'd like to shake his hand Cause music casts a spell on me That I can't understand Must be some magician Designed the magic plan He changed his wand to a button that's how it all began When the rhythm founds and the harmony sounds And the melody rolls around Presto change oh, you're ten feet off the ground When the rhythm founds and the harmony sounds And the melody rolls around Right from the dawn we can be found Ten feet off the ground When everybody puts his heart in it Everybody plays a part in it That's how music magic is made Everybody's toes get tappier Everybody's feeling happier Lighter than air out of his chair Ten feet off the ground Ten feet off the 
Everybody puts his heart in it Everybody plays a part in it That's how music magic is made Everybody's toes get tappier Everybody's feeling happier Lighter than air Out of his chair Floating along on the magical sound Out of this world and upward bound Ten feet off the ground Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.